All right, my talkers. It is 3 o'clock on Wednesday afternoon. The start of Project Down and Dirty for Lori and Julia. We are here at Lucky Shots Pickleball Club in Northeast Minneapolis. Been having a lot of fun today prior to the show practicing, but what is... What's your oh, day been like, guys? Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, uh, yay to Lucky Shots. What a cool place this is. I've never been here. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, you got to turn your mic on. Okay. Thank you. After yeah. I scolded Lori to turn on her mic, I forget. Right, you gotta right. Love that one. You're so busy momming somebody <laughs> else. Uh, I was. It's gorgeous, oh. this place. And oh. I mean, even the room that we're broadcasting from, I guess people could have parties here a or party? a wedding reception. Okay, so this would be the funnest event to run out this place and have this be for a reception and just have your families go and just play pickleball for an afternoon. Oh, really? I No, I would love this. <laughs> I, I would it's love the- this. Yeah, no, the decor it's, is amazing. It's, just, it's really cool. But yeah. the pickleball courts are so nice. And, and, and Prince is looking at us. There's a big, huge picture of Prince. There's a wall to ceiling picture of Mick and Ron Woods with their arm around each other. And then we have Julie and I have. Uh, professional coaches we, we do we have the pickleball chicks c-h-i-x rebecca and annie and they show up with pink swag for us like no tomorrow oh, yeah. so cute and such good coaches and they have a podcast and they do training but i was really impressed initially with the way that they stretched us out and taught us some different moves to stretch out specifically for pickleball that I haven't no- done before. Yes. Oh, nice. I really thought that they had some great tips on that and then their tips on the court. I mean, my gosh. I, I feel yeah. so much more confident. You you looked like you were having Lori, fun on there. I'm going to just say. Yeah, uh-huh. no, I felt confident. I got a good t- a couple of tips where she said, you know, I know you're a bowler, so you have to follow through on your oh, serve, just like yeah. you do when you release the ball. So that helped me, Absolutely. you know, to put it in bowling language. And then, of course, Grant, you were at the disappointing Twins game yesterday. What a letdown. That was, you know, if anything, if, if they would not have given up those four runs in the first <laughs> inning. Fully. Because that's w- like the first ten minutes it was of the game. That place was on fire. Yeah. Joe Mauer's there. Santana. By the way, Santana came out to throw the first pitch to Joe Mauer. And you remember the rumor, or not rumor, but what happened when Lopez pitched his last game, he wore Johan Sa- Santana's, Santana's jersey. Because he grew up watching him. He was, And they're both from Venezuela. Yes. So Santana came out wearing a jacket, gets out on the mound, and as Lopez hands him the ball to throw out the first pitch, takes off the jacket, he's wearing Lopez's okay. jersey. I have goosebumps even from that. Everybody's going nuts. We start the game. They give up four runs, and it was literally like you just popped a balloon. Yeah. It, it well, took, maybe today Joe day. Ryan is going to pitch You're something, my boyfriend. Yes, yeah. He's only my boyfriend until, you know, he's until not. Until he's not. <laughs> right. <laughs> we know that about how yeah. you go with boyfriends yes, yes. and uh, late season games. That's right. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be playing with uh, some uh, nice people who donated yes. $50 each to have lessons and play, do some scrimmaging with us tonight. And, and can we just say, yeah. just before we've even started a show, as a group, my talkers always, always... Put, Come through Come with through charities. Mm-hmm. To, already today, $18,621 have been raised for the four different charities, wow. which is amazing. All right, let's start with where we're at because well, we're this at- is the hard part of the program where we, we want to beg, beg, entreat, plead, um, give us money. Our organization is save.org, which is Suicide Awareness. Voices of Education. So we're because we haven't even come on the area. No, I haven't. did a I did a tweet. 
Oh, that must have done everything. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. You raised $1,100 in a tweet. Well, look at that. You're amazing. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Whatever it takes, we are really, this is a personal um, organization to both you and I, Lori, mm-hmm. and and I think it is to a lot of people who have had suicide, death by suicide in their family, and um, we're really feeling good about bringing more awareness to this organization that's amazing. It's the oldest suicide awareness association in the country. Yeah. We're going to learn more from Eric Mishy, the executive director, um, coming up later in the show. But um, like, I, like my family, when the first suicide in my family happened with my nephew Dale, that was 13 years ago, you know, we had... No, we didn't know that there was an organization. We didn't realize like how important it might have been for all the kids in the family and the siblings and the mom, for everyone really to get some counseling or figure out what we could do because the, I guess the, the grief with suicide is so complicated and it's so many things. You're, you're sad, you're mad, you're grief-stricken, you can't believe it, you have magical thinking, somebody is traveling. I pretended my one nephew was in the Army overseas for a year, you know, and we just didn't realize, like, the triggering nature of it. And as a family, we didn't talk about the mental health issues that my nephew was obviously struggling with because we don't talk about it. We don't, right. you know, are you okay? No. We kind of knew that Dale had some struggles, but we didn't realize the extent. And we didn't know anything about that. And so we didn't then know how to check in with people afterwards. Absolutely. So, you know, if you have, uh, you know, an extra $25, $50, and whatever you can, mm-hmm. even $10, mm-hmm. just to get to save. If you want to um, donate it in someone's name, you know somebody or you know someone who's surviving the grief of suicide, you can, do, you know, put it in their name. And you just go to the My Talk 1071 show page and right there, it's Project on a Dirty Pickleball, right underneath it says, donate here yep. and then you scroll, scroll down the all the way bottom. to the bottom it has everybody's charities yes it does and you scroll to the bottom and then it goes through um minnesota give m give um that's a great organization that we've been using all these years that we're doing donations online and at the end of the year they give you a summary of all your donations so you can use it as a tax write-off as well yeah and i'd like nice. to thank some people okay. uh annie lewandowski gave three hundred dollars mm. Uh, Michelle, $50. Brenda, thank you, $25. Anonymous gave $250. Tim W. gave $250. And uh, so uh, Eames Gilmore, also Uh we'd like to thank. So anyway, it's really nice. And it is the money will be used very well. And and we're going to find out from Eric exactly what that money does. But I want to say... Since, you know, being your BFF and your sister-in-law and your colleague Mm -hmm. nonstop, um, how this affected you and me and and what I saw happen to your family Mm -hmm. and... We fell apart. We're still, we've still are falling apart, but we're trying to pick up the pieces. And and then you had your first nephew 13 years ago and then Tristan. Dale was the first. I know. Yeah, and then then Tristan... Almost a copycat five years to the day. Five years to the day. And how many years has that been? Seven. And 
you and I were flying out to LA or Vegas. Las Vegas and you got the call and we're sitting here in the airport and I was like it's the most unbelievable news. Yeah, ever. I mean, the world just changes yeah. overnight. The access just flips, and it will never be the same, you know. So it's a matter of how do you survive that complicated grief, and how can you be supportive to other people? To other people, mm -hmm. and I just think, you know, this is become a crisis in our country. Mm -hmm. um, so many young teenagers and young 20-year-olds, really, this is becoming one of the leading causes of death for that age group and it's just you would have been telling me we were talking the other day and you're like oh julia there's two people who died by suicide just this day in the newspaper oh and i know. You know i'm an i'm a i'm an obituary yeah. reader you guys if you've listened to me for a long time but i am always struck that every week i and i, I do don't see know any that. family anymore that isn't touched by it in one way or another mm -hmm. and i just think it's something people we talked to Eric a little bit earlier, and we'll be hearing more. We're afraid, afraid to talk about way back when in the 70s and 80s. I don't even like saying and, the word. Yeah, it, it's a triggering word, and mm -hmm. we just hope through talking about it for the next three days, we're going to really bring some awareness to it and generate a lot of money. We're going to save lives, Julia. That's, That's what, what we're going to do. do. That's right. Period. Mm -hmm. And we need to give uh, Michelle Bellinger... She gave $25 in memory of Kyle Jacobs. Thanks, Thank Michelle. You. So you just go to my talk. Any amount matters. Anything's important. We've got a matching donor later in the show. So yes, whatever do. you donate, it's already doubled. So thank mm -hmm. you. It's Gloria and Julia here for Hammernix in Flooring Solutions. And Are I you going to just say the Enchanted Forest when we were at the Hammernix in Hudson? They have an Enchanted Forest with all their hardwoods at that new location beautiful their new location in hudson is oh absolutely gorgeous right off of um, carmichael in 94 and we're talking about hammernicks i was just blown away and it's like going into this beautiful mecca of everything you're ever going to need on hard surfaces and they will work with you whatever your budget is they give you design help if you've got can something come to your home yeah if you've got a quick turnaround thing that you're trying to do they have such a great inventory of like excess beautiful carpets and i mean you can get gorgeous Custom area, rugs. Custom rugs oh and gosh. all the different finishings you can do on an area rug. They've got countertops, hard surfaces right now. It is just an absolutely gorgeous store. That's Hammernecks. We absolutely love them. This is Lori and Julia. You're listening to my talk. We are at our first show during uh, Project Done and Dirty Pickleball. And um, we want to thank, we're donating People for donating, we want to thank Tony Wetzel on behalf of Suicide Bereavement Group for Facilitators. Aww. Thank you, Tony. Gail Silwiski gave $100 in memory of Jason, who died by suicide in 1999 at the age of 19. Mm. D. Euford gave $75. Aaron Darso gave $50 in memory of Nick, you beautiful boy, missing you for a month and forever. Aww. Joseph Pfeiffer, St. James, gave $250 in memory of Paul James Pfeiffer. And we His know husband. Joseph, yes. Mm -hmm. And again, Michelle Bellinger gave $25 in memory of Kyle Jacobs. It feels so personal, mm -hmm. these donations. We are really honored right now to have the executive mm -hmm. director nationally of the SAVE program. Eric Mishi is with us. Eric, thank you for being on with us thank today. Thank you for having me. 
Thanks for having us on the show. Absolutely. And, and thank you to those names of the individuals who've already donated to save. We're yeah. enormously grateful. As you shared, a lot of very heartfelt, very important messages from those donors. Um, take us to the beginnings. How did SAVE as an organization start? Sure. So SAVE started a little over 34 years ago when uh, six families uh, who had been touched by suicide came together and realized that there weren't a lot of resources and support out there for suicide loss survivors. And so from that initial meeting, they put together the organization and started the organization called SAVE. Um, today, again, 34 years, uh, we've supported uh, families throughout the country with different programming uh, that are really designed uh, to do a couple things. First and foremost, our job is to save lives mm -hmm. um, by preventing suicide, making sure that we provide resources and information and education on how to deal with the topic of suicide. The second piece of that really is providing uh, support, suicide loss, survivor support, bereavement support. Um, and that's really what we do. That's our purpose. That's our mission. That's what we're committed to doing. And, and by being on the air today with you over the next couple of days gives us the opportunity to continue to talk about this and to continue to destigmatize the very topic of suicide. It is because I mean I have to I have to say that when uh, I first uh, learned that we were gonna our charity was going to be saves and that stands for suicide awareness voices of education. Thank you. Um, and we do have a, a link up to your website just if people need resources right now that they are in need of. But um, I I kind of got very upset and nervous because it's a personal connection sure. uh, for, for, for my family with, you know, not one but two nephews. And uh, I was, like, nervous about it because I was just like, oh, no, no, how am I going to, how are we going to talk about yeah. this for three days? Sure. It gave me some anxiety. anxiety. And, and it also made me sad, sad, sad that yeah. these boys aren't with us. Yeah. And that, those, those are all normal feelings, yeah. right? You know, I've, I've said this to you before is that, you know, we can't normalize suicide. There's really nothing normal about suicide. We also can't normalize not talking about it, mm -hmm. right? We have to talk about the grief. We have to talk about the fears and the anger and the frustration. Those are all normal human emotions. And what compounds those with suicide is that it's such a perplexing and vexing subject matter. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not like a, a, someone who might have a physical illness, right? And Cancer. who might pass away mm -hmm. from that because we've kind of become accustomed to the idea that those kind of things happen. We've never gotten and we can never become accustomed to the idea that someone is in such a dark place, such a hopeless place mm -hmm. that they feel that they have no other option than to take their life. And part of the key piece of what we do to destigmatize suicide is to say that word. Yes. Right? Even saying it's that so, word, right? Just to say yeah. the word suicide. Yeah. Um, it's important. You had mentioned that you go through obituaries, which yeah, doesn't a, seem I'm as weird as you might she think. She's okay. had it her whole life. I've yeah. done it well, for years. Well, that's okay. Yeah. You know? but, but one <laughs> of the things that I will tell you is that more and more what you're starting to see are families who are actually putting in obituaries that someone has died by suicide. Mm -hmm. You're right about that. Yeah, that is a 
far cry from way things used to be. Mm -hmm. I shared with you my first involvement with suicide was 44 years ago when my friend Alan, who was 16 years old, died by suicide. 44 years ago, you didn't talk about it. You didn't no. talk about suicide. You didn't talk about mental illness. You didn't talk about your grief. You didn't talk about how do I handle this grief. And 44 years later, that stigma is still there. It's not as oppressive as it once was. There's a lot more resources like SAVE and other organizations. Um, and what we're doing here today and what you're doing this week is another effort to continue to destigmatize this topic. I think you're right. We need to thank some other people, Lori. Um, right. We need to thank Stacy Cartwright, who gave $50 in memory of her sister, Stephanie Cartwright. Um, Lisa Kavam gave $50 dedicated to Jace Lee, who died by suicide in 2022 at the age of 15. Oh. Tracy Bergerson gave $25 in memory of Austin. Thank you for your donations. We are, we are raising money yeah. for Project Down and Dirty for Save Organization, um, Suicide Awareness Voices of Education, and we have it really easy for you to make a donation. $25, $50, it's going to be matched. Um, so you're, it's double the spending. Yeah, so if you right. donate 25, you really did 50. Yeah. So it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And, and every little bit makes an impact. And, it really does. And, you know, um, you know, one of the mentions that you, you made is the, you know, what's important for people to realize there's a lot of statistics and, and we could spend this entire show talking about statistics. Mm -hmm. Some things that we need to know about though is the, the, the 11th leading cause of death in the United States today is suicide. And it is one of the most preventable yes. means of death in this country today. And the way we deal with it is to understand the root causes of suicide are really, are really triggered by mental illness, depression, and, and anything that untreated and even treated in terms of mental illness mm -hmm. is one of those precursors that we've got we've to talk about. We went through COVID where all of us were isolated, right? The U.S. Surgeon General talks about how one of the greatest cri health crises in America today is the concept of loneliness. Yes. Right? Right. And oh boy. if you think about that, that idea of being alone, that sense of hopelessness and darkness, is that unless you treat that, unless you talk about it, unless you get help, the outcome there can be really, really devastating to the individual, to the individual's family. Absolutely, and you're going to stay with us, right, Absolutely. Eric, and yes. talk more about this. I want to. I want to ask have to you this. Take a quick break. Uh, I, this oh. is uh, just a quick question. So this was from um, a story that I've kept. Uh, I'm kind of a pack rat with some of my stories, but it's uh, <laughs> it's from the Huffington Post personal on the headline March 1st, 2021. My son took his own life. Here's why you should stop saying committed suicide. I can't bring my son back, but as a bereaved parent, I can ask this one thing of the rest yeah, of the world. Do absolutely. you agree with absolutely that? Absolutely agree with that. Okay, yeah. because... And we'll come back and we can talk okay, about that. Okay, why so. we don't absolutely. say that. Yes. Okay, good. You bet. All right, thank you. Thank we're, you. we're with Erica, yes. uh, Miss... Mishy. 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 Swishy Mishy, Executive Director of uh, SAVE. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, it's Lori and Julia here for Minneapolis uh, Plastic Surgery. And you know, once again, Julia, I'm giving my little consult. Somebody here wanted a little face of consult, but really the consult that you need to do is call Minneapolis Plastic Surgery, meet with Dr. Singh, Dr. Tholan, Dr. Jarvis. That's why uh, you and I have both gone to. Yes. But they will 
answer all of your questions. It doesn't cost you anything to go and have that consultation. If there's something you're like, I wish, I don't like, I've been you know, saving money for this. Fed, I don't like my breasts anymore. I don't like my tummy after babies. Or if you want your Or arms. you're like me, I hate my neck. Well, Lori, that's very normal <laughs> I know. and natural. And I think it's something that a lot of people have, have felt about. And I... And I do think a lot of people say, well, when should I get this done? When should I get this done? Go and ask. Go and ask the professionals. That's um, right. That, the doctors at Minneapolis Plastic Surgery. And the care there was phenomenal. They, Absolutely phenomenal. They have a great reputation. Um, Go to my talk keyword plastic. This is our first show, first day of Project Done and Dirty Pickleball. We have with us the executive director, the national executive director, Eric Nishi, who is with SAVE um, organization. And we've been talking about, you know, all the different ways that we, you know, SAVE organizations helps individuals and families in crisis and who have someone who have died by suicide. But we want to mention um, some of our latest um, donors and you can donate at by going to my talk 1071 click on donate here and scroll all the way down to the bottom of mm -hmm. the page and um, that's where you click donate so we just got to give a shout out to um, shout outs the wrong thing but anonymous yeah. uh, gave us 25 Kimberly Colon gave a hundred dollars in honor of her husband Brian a Roseville principal who died by suicide 10 10 21 oh. that's sad anonymous gave a donation of 25 dollars colleen victor who is your mother Lori, <laughs> gave a hundred dollars the muti in memory of her two grandsons dale ellis and tristan hansen oh, muti. and it's her birthday today Happy muti. thank you muti muti uh gail gross gave a hundred dollars in member of in memory of her niece stephanie tony tinley Tindler, 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 I always <laughs> wanted to say Tindler, Tony, gave $200 in honor of Patrice. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you for your donations and your personal notes, too. I yeah, think that matters. It does. Makes, makes a big difference. You know, one of the things... Putting that, the name, a name yeah, to it in I mean, a let's, story. Yeah, so let's talk about that for a second, because that whole issue of names is really important. At our office in Bloomington, we have a wall that has about six, um, I'd say they're four by six foot well, signs, walls, if you, banners, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I'm doing a lousy job of describing this. But in <laughs> any case, um, on each of those panels, panels, <laughs> on each of those panels is the name of an individual who's died by suicide. And we have their full name. We have the date they were born and the date they died. And that every month where it's their birth date and every month that it's their date of the month that they died, we have a little light that we put on. And this idea of remembering people's names, of saying their names, Tristan and Dale, mm -hmm. Tristan and Dale, right? Mm -hmm. Saying their names is a part of who we are as humans, right? It's a part of us remembering that those individuals matter to us in their lives, mm -hmm. that those individuals were here, that they were part of our lives, that they continue to be a part of our lives. So even as donors are putting names yeah. of their loved ones there, that's incredibly important for all of us. And so even as we can, you know, deal with the issue of suicide, when yeah. you talk to somebody who is a suicide loss survivor, don't be afraid to ask them how they're doing. Don't be afraid to ask them how their son, their daughter, their husband, their wife, whatever their loved one's name is, how they're doing. They will guide you as to whether or not they're ready to yeah. talk about this. I, I will say both of my sisters have said to me, um, 
they, they're like, we want people to say our boys' names, Absolutely. and okay. and people don't. Right, because they don't bring them up. Bring up. They don't want to bring up. And my my both my sisters, like, I love hearing stories about yeah. Dale or Tristan. I love when people remember. Absolutely. I love when people yeah. say their names. Incredibly important. My my friend Alan, yes. who died by suicide. When I, when the board of directors of Save asked me to take this job, I said I've got a couple of conditions. One of them is I want Alan's name on the wall mm -hmm. in the office. Oh. And so, two days after I started, Alan J's son's name oh. went up on that wall. And I can tell you that every single day I walk into that room, I see his name and I say his yeah. name. Okay, so let's just say. But um, can we just go back to oh. my Huffington Post thing oh, about yes. the mom? Yeah, the mom. so that, you had a very good my, point. My, my son, this is the headline, my son took his own life. Here's why you should stop saying committed suicide. I can't bring my son back, but as a bereaved parent, I can ask one thing of the rest of the world. And this, uh, Julia Tracy was also, it was, she was also pointing out the importance for people in the media. Yeah to also not use the yeah. phrase committed suicide. Yeah. I mean, the, the reality is, is that, you know, the word committed, right, yeah. is, is, a, is we associate with a criminal act, right? Absolutely. We, we committed a crime, right? Or you're committed, committed to, you're, right. yeah. Um, so, so removing that word from our lexicon is incredibly important in helping to destigmatize, again, suicide. Um, people aren't committing a crime when they die by suicide. They're, they are individuals who are, are struggling deeply with mental illness, um, and we, we, ought to, we ought to deal with it from the perspective of what the reality is, not by attaching descriptions and titles to it that, that further separate us from the ability to confront The judgment in the yeah, world. Yeah, very much so. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you, so if you know someone who's struggling, tell us how friends, family, people that they know and love can be helpful to them. What, yeah. what are kind of first steps you yeah. do? Well, you, made, you just used an important word. One of the first things you do is don't be judgmental, mm -hmm. right? Um, somebody comes to you and says that they're, they're struggling with mental health. They, they feel as I'm though they're having they're, thoughts they're of having harming thoughts myself. Of yeah. Take them seriously. You know, pay attention to what they're saying. If it's something where you, you, you need to ask them right out, you need to say, are you considering hurting yourself, killing yourself? Are you thinking of taking your life? Mm -hmm. We have to be willing to have that conversation. As a parent of two young adults, I will tell you, um, I ask my kids that question mm -hmm. point blank more than they care to have their dad mm -hmm. ask them that. But um, it's important, particularly with young people, that we come right out and ask those questions. The second thing is is understand if, if you're dealing in a crisis situation, getting help. We have the Suicide and Crisis Hotline, 988, mm -hmm. um, which is something that I would encourage 998. anybody. 998. No, 988. Oh, 988. Yep. Mm -hmm. Anybody who's actually listening to your show, if right now you're somebody who's, who's struggling or you know somebody, Call that number get on text. that phone, yep. okay? Call, text, okay? Um, so those resources... And is it immediate response? Yeah. 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 So those resources are there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you know, the, the other thing is there are things that we can do in our houses. Okay. The, the leading cause of suicide or the, 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 the way people die by suicide more often than not is by a firearm. 
Okay. Yes. Now, this isn't a. I'm. I'm not on the show here to talk about gun control. But yeah, what yeah. I am right. here to talk about is reducing lethal means to suicide. And if if in your house you have guns and you have someone in your household that you've got concerns about with mental illness, the possibility they might harm themselves, I would encourage you to find ways to secure those, remove yep. those from the premises, so that you can remove that possibility immediately. Mm -hmm. okay. okay, that's a great. Um, yeah. The other things that you need to do is, is again, recognize that even if the immediate crisis passes, okay, the issue is not resolved. Make sure that you're working with that person to identify resources. Find them mental health professionals to help them. Find counselors to work with them. I've got a, a couple other things here. I put on my reading glasses. Can I can I give a, sh a yes. shout out to some of yeah. the people who are generously are donating? Um, Emily Abera gave fifty dollars de dedicated to Emily, my life as a suicide survivor. Oh. So she gave money dedicated to herself. Yeah. And Emily, thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. That's that's great, Tina. Malarziak mm -hmm. um, gave $50 in memory of her grandfather, Vito. Vito. I love that I said voodoo. Vito. Vito, who passed from suicide at the age of 68 in 2006, and my cousin Jeff. Um, and I can't read the rest of it because it got cut off. Yeah. But, but um, Vito. Thank you. Older, older people you know, too. It is well. Older. If you think so, the thing to keep in mind is yeah. that again, without going deep into the statistics, mm -hmm. when you look at who are most likely to die by suicide, it's men. Okay. okay? Yep. Um, you know, men are three to four times more likely to die from suicide than than women are. Um, you know, uh, firearm is is the. the Fifty-five percent of the time that someone dies by suicide, it's with that. Um, pe older people, right? Suicide is is a high uh, rate of mortality for for seniors, um, and then also that. middle middle-aged white men, right? Um, and and keep in mind is that part of the reason why men are particularly susceptible to suicide is still this stigma around mental illness, right? Talking right. to somebody, okay. suck it up, don't don't get help, you're fine, get over it. And right? maybe they're they're lonelier too. All there's there are all sorts of reasons. Yeah, right? Lori, yeah, I have to interrupt. What Shannon Mather? Yeah, our dear friend Shannon. Yeah, gave five thousand oh. dollars. I'm going to cry, Shannon. Oh Dedicated to Tristan and Dale, Lori's beloved nephews. Oh, oh my goodness gracious. Oh, Shannon. my gosh. That's so we sweet. Can, we should all take oh. a That's amazing. Shannon. That's astonishing. I'm going to cry. Yeah, that is really yes. sweet. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That is amazing. I know. Oh, let's take a break oh, yeah, on that one. Yeah. Um, Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. Now, they are your hometown license experts for over 30 years when it comes to anything with your exterior home needs. Siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, and even solar. Now, recently, a couple months back, we had some severe weather come through the metro area, and there's a good chance that your home had some hail or storm damage. So reach out to Jason and the sales team for your some help. They're going to take you through the process from start to finish and handle all the insurance headaches that come with it. But I want to give you a review from Haley. Haley said we loved working with Hoffman Weber. The roof looks great and it was all done in one day. We worked with Marcos who explained the process to us and walked us through everything, constantly communicated with us to keep us up to date on the project and was always available to answer any questions. Marcus was great. We're very happy with the entire process and the results from Hoffman Weber Construction. So if you want to experience the same thing Haley did, 
I recommend you do so by reaching out to Hoffman Weber Construction at hwconstruction.com. Again, that's hwconstruction.com to learn more. We had to take a break. We were so touched by our last donation from my our darling friend, Shannon Mather, gave $5,000 to um, save, um, it dedicated to Lori's nephews, Tristan and Dale, and um, that was just too sweet, Shannon. And My mom was listening and promptly burst into tears. Oh, and she's like, like, it's not your birthday till you cry. No. <laughs> <laughs> And also um, Susan Volk for $25 donation, and we are raising awareness for SAVE, and we are also raising money today, yes. and we can't thank Eric enough. Um, Eric Missy. Mishy? Mishy. Mishy, Mishy. Yeah. I, I want to call you Mishki. I yeah, want to call you call, every you other know what? name. I've been called so many things. <laughs> right. um, but uh, as long as you call me by my first name right, my mother will be happy. And you, so. you touched on something, you know, about men and how suicide um, affects men more. And it's not just young men, it's middle-aged men. Veterans. And you know, yeah. and, and the stigma around getting help for yeah. m- your mental health, need, yeah. health needs, and primarily depression is one of them. And um, I have two boys. My friend Shannon has three boys. It's, uh, you know, something that as a mother, I think a lot of us parents, you know, are always worried about our boys. And because yeah. they are, girls are more forthcoming. Girls share more with and things and boys just don't. Yeah. I, yeah it's, and, and let me maybe put a little finer point on it. it it's less that that suicide impacts men more it's that men are more likely to die that's what i thought i said but i probably said it wrong well no i just i want (laughs) it because the reality is it impacts all of us regardless of whether we're men or women and and the rates for suicide for women are are certainly way too high as Mm -hmm. well um and in particularly again given covid and some of the things that we dealt with from there um all of us really came out of covid through covid at risk and the key thing again kind of comes back to this idea that we we've got to recognize that when somebody tells us they're struggling we got to take them seriously we can't judge them we've got to listen to them we've got to ask them if they're intending to hurt themselves we've got to help get them to support we've got to reduce their means to harm themselves whether it's whether it's a weapon a gun or it's pills or whatever the case is and we've got to also make sure that they know that there are resources there, right? Again, 988 is an important number for all of us and for those of, who are listening to the show. Um, you know, we also have to be cognizant of this, is that the crises, the immediate crises may pass, but it doesn't mean that the problem has been solved, right? And so asking somebody if you can accompany them to get Medical support to get get support is really important. Offering to be oh, there, right? Okay. Checking back in with somebody, right? Checking in with your friends, right? Seeing how they're how they're doing, right? You made a comment that somebody had gotten that had sent texts and 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 wasn't able to give a response. Mm-hmm. I mean, know that we we've got to be mindful of the fact that if we're aware that someone we know and that we love is struggling with mental health that that struggling with mental illness has indicated that they are potentially looking to hurt themselves we've got to check on them we've got to take care of each other right um whether they're young they're middle-aged or they're old and we all play a role in helping to save people's lives save yeah. Dot org. Save dot org. So it, when someone goes to your website, then are there 
is it pretty easy like to figure out okay where could i go where yeah. would be some resources we're working to... on making it easier you I, are, as i okay. shared with you our website right now we're kind of redesigning it in large part because what we're trying to do is streamline it and make it easier for people to get like access what we to did with the number because it used to be one eight two seven three talk yeah right so it would so nine eight eight, yeah. So yeah. Anything you could do for somebody who's in the midst of a crisis Christ, yeah. to make it easy for them to get access to help yep. is critically important. So on our website now, there will be resources you can go find, you can identify. As we go into the new year, it's going to be a lot more accessible, a lot easier to navigate, okay. and really a lot more helpful for both people who are in crises yeah. as well as suicide loss survivors. And and that's one of the things I also want to make sure we touch on today is suicide loss survivors. Everybody that's making a donation today mm -hmm. is a suicide loss survivor. Can I tell you about some of the, yes. the yeah. suicide loss survivors donation? Um, Linda Seymour gave $25 on behalf of the Linder family. Um, Carla Ryway gave $50 in memory of my beloved cousin, Anita Welkery, a.k.a. Nini Buns, who died by suicide at age 16 in 1984. Mm. Anonymous gave $100. Thank you so much for the donations. It's just so appreciated. But you're talking about the suicide survivors. Yeah, so, the, you know, organ SAVE started because of that. It, yeah. was, it started because there were family members that won needed resources yes. to deal with the grief, uh, but also wanted to be able to have access to resources to prevent suicide. And so all of us, again, who have been touched by suicide have a role to play in helping to support suicide loss survivors. Um, it's reducing the stigma. It's, it's being willing to have conversations with them and talk, use their loved one's name and, and to ask them how they're doing. And, and to listen to them. And all of those things are critically important for us as we continue to work to reduce and eliminate the stigma of suicide. Um, I grew up Catholic, and I will tell you that for many, many years as a Catholic, we were told that if someone died by suicide, a mortal sin. it was a mortal sin, that you would go to hell. Mm -hmm. um, we have a much more enlightened view of that today. Thank goodness. Um, again, the, the goal here should never be to normalize suicide, mm -hmm. but it shouldn't be to normalize not talking about it. Um, you know, everything that we do in the last half hour or so to talk about this is another step closer to helping somebody, mm -hmm. helping somebody who might be struggling, somebody who is a suicide loss survivor, somebody who's just learning, looking to learn more about it. What you're doing, raising money, as I said at the very beginning, the money's great. Mm -hmm. We'll take it. And thank you for it. But put what, it to good use. Put it yeah. to good use. Yep. <clears throat> but the fact of the matter is what you're doing by raising awareness will save more people's lives every single day of the week. So mm. God bless you guys for doing that. I, I mean, and I really feel like I've been educated so yes. much more in having this conversation with you. We're going to go back to our regular programming team, but we yeah. are just, this but is same important. year, and I'm a suicide survivor, and I feel like I am, like, Learning. this is enlightening for me to have an understanding instead of, I mean, you really do like to, I, I, I like to run away from everything suicide is, is my first yeah. instinct, even well, with the grief. I, I appreciate you leaning in yeah. the next couple of days and mm -hmm. giving us a platform to talk about it mm -hmm. and to raise awareness about it. And all of us together, by working together, talking about mm -hmm. it, can really provide hope it's, and hope 
saves lives. Do you think that uh, more people are affected by suicide than people even realize? So 1.7 million people in the United States a year attempt suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. I think it's far more prevalent than we, than we know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and so... Everything we can do, again, to take it out of the darkness and bring it into the light and talk about it matters, makes it easier for us to confront it, makes it easier for us to deal with it, makes it easier for us to help save people's lives. And Eric, I mean, you, you've been in nonprofits, and this is your calling. I mean, you, you, you're very good at what you do. I mean, and we're so honored that you have spent this time with us as well today. Um, because I know this is personal and it means something and it's personal to both of us and so many of our listeners too. So we just want to thank you. Well, and I want to thank you and thank you. I have an incredible board of directors. I have an incredible staff and we have amazing volunteers and donors who help us do the work that we do. None of this is done by one person. The mission (laughs) makes a much bigger difference than any one individual. And we want to tell um, Stacy Flatten gave $50 in memory of Eric E. and Mark E. Thank you, Stacy. Thank you, Carla. Thank you, Linda. Um, We just have a couple minutes left, and I just want to say that we were so scared, Lori and I, (laughs) about this charity. We Mm -hmm. really were, and Lori and I had some serious weekend talks about it in tears and Mm -hmm. thank you for guiding us through this too. You know, it's interesting when I took on this role, one of my good friends who's on the board of directors said, you know, people don't want to talk about this. And he said, the biggest challenge you're going to have in leading this organization is going out and talking to companies and individuals about a topic they'd rather not talk about. Mm -hmm. He was right. Yeah. Continues to be right. And part of my job is to continue to go out there and put that word suicide out there for people to confront. We will say it. We will also say Wendy Dybul mm-hmm. gave $100 yes. in honor of Kyle, her son, who is a suicide attempt survivor. Oh, oh Wendy. Yeah. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for guys. having me. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank yeah. you for giving us uh, a platform. And thank you for helping us do the work we're doing to save people's lives. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break. This is Lori and Julia on my talk. It's Project Down and Dirty Pickleball. And we'll be back.